Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Ask Alley, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Today is Monday, October 27th, 2014. Thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. I had a very interesting weekend. <laughs> um, it was the Universal Life Expo in Columbus. It was fun. It was fantastic seeing everybody uh, once again, although it seemed like about 100 booths were missing, 100 to maybe 75 people, you know, booths weren't there, which was, which felt really, really weird. Um, so quite a few people I was used to seeing that I did not see, but uh, I met a whole bunch of new ones. Uh, I'm going to thank the, the podcast listener for stopping out and saying that she listened to my podcast and hanging out for a bit. It was wonderful to meet her. Uh, I, I was glad someone listened to me. <laughs> <laughs> said, please come to Universal Life Expo and stop by and see me in booth 202. And she did, and I was very happy about that. But uh, the Universal Life Expo, I've been doing that now for eight years. Um, for six years, it was the Universal Light, Light, yeah, Light Expo. And then two years ago, or yeah, last year and this year, it's Universal Life Expo. So same ULE, just life and light were interchanged. And I've been doing it for a while, eight years. And I decided after this past weekend, that I need a change. So this expo this past weekend was the last one I was going to do, that I'm going to do in Columbus. Some people are sad, <laughs> some people don't care, um, but I need something different. And uh, doing the same thing and, and have, while having the same people show up, who I love to see, um, at the same time is fantastic for my social life, it, is not, it does not work for my uh, business life. So I have to think about that a bit. So I'm going to be changing it up in 2015. Not exactly sure what I'm going to do. Um, it's not going to be a metaphysical show. I'm looking more for the erotica shows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to go that route. So I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you know what happens there. Uh, last week as well, my son, last Tuesday, um, went to the Cleveland Clinic and got a whole bunch of tests done on his, on his brain seeing why he does the things that he does. Uh, we don't have the results back yet, but it was a very long Tuesday. We were up at 4 a.m. and we didn't get home till about 6 p.m. So it was just, last week was just a long week. There was no sleeping in. And for some reason, my body is still on to that. It's still on to not sleeping. <laughs> I really wish it, it wouldn't be. Uh, when I came home last night, the animals most certainly were happy to see me. So was my son. But the animals, they're like, oh my God, you're home. And they all, 14 of them, tried to sleep on me last night. Well, I may have put on a little weight over the years, but not enough to sustain 14 animals, including one of them <laughs> who happens to be a yellow lab, very large, and he's heavy. Uh, so it, it, I didn't sleep at all last night either. I'm open for tonight. Tonight's going to be my night to sleep. I just know it. Now, something else I just know is this Saturday, which is November 1st. I can't believe it, but November 1st is Saturday. And that is when the next round of Red Hot 180 is going to start. Uh, it's going to be the last one of 2014. It's 12 Red, Red Hot Goddesses, and we talk about sex and desire. Take your desire from zero or maybe, you know, 20 up to 90 uh, within 28 days and once you're in you're in um, the price of Red Hot 180 is 295 now but it's going to 495 in 2015 
So if even if you won't be able to devote the entire time to Red Hot 180 in November, um, which by the way, we are taking off Thanksgiving and Black Friday because, you know, girls got to eat and shop. It's just that simple. So those, you know, taking off that part of November so that the program doesn't interfere with this at all. Um, but if you miss parts, I mean, once you're in, you're in. So you can restart it again after the holidays in January when we, when we re-up. And you get entrance into the Red Hot Girls Club, where it's just us ladies and guests that come in. We talk about sex and relationships, um, oh gosh, desire, you know, working our way up to sex, and so then sex as a whole, and then what happens after sex, dating, you know, finding the right one. So it's just a whole enchilada in the Red Hot Girls Club. So I hope you uh, at least go to Red Hot 180 and take a look. And also while you're there, if you're not interested in it, if you recommend Red Hot 180 to somebody else and they sign up and they tell me that you told them, <laughs> I give you $25. And all you did was tell someone. Sound like a plan, huh? I thought so. Speaking of a plan, the topic I want to talk about today, I've seen that Halloween is here on the 31st on Friday, and uh, the movies that are out now I want to talk step away from the Ouija board you know you think it's a game the Ouija board and now it's a movie so you think it's a movie or just a game you know just a ha 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 even Parker Brothers when it um, bought it from somebody else in uh, 66 produced it in 67 said hey man we don't know if this is supernatural or anything it's just it's just a whole lot of fun you know, were they going to say, hey, man, don't do not do this because you're going to call in spirits you can't get rid of? No, they're not going to tell you that. It's like, man, come on, let's play this. This is this is fun. This is a game. Don't don't you worry. Don't you worry your little head. Uh, between that and, uh, well, the stupid movie that's out about the Ouija board, people don't think twice about spirit boards, Ouija boards. And, you know, oh, it'll be fun. Let's call in. Well, back when I, when we used to do it, and I'll go into that in a minute. Back when we used to do it, we'd call in John Lennon or, uh, you know, Elvis, let's bring Elvis in, or uh, Jimi Hendrix, um, <laughs> you know. Oh, God, who else was back then? Who else would bring in? I think someone tried to bring in um, Clark Gable. I don't know. This would have been the, the early 80s. I, I think he was gone by then. I don't know. Does it really matter? No. Um, the fact is, we just kept trying to to bring people, you know, bring spirits in. Now, I used to have a slumber party every year, starting when I was about, I think, eight, up until I was 17. Every birthday of mine, I'd have a slumber party. And we'd always do a few things. We, you know, always torture whoever fell asleep first. Uh, we'd do scavenger hunts. And we would always, you know, do um, lies of feathers, stiff as a board. I'll tell you that in a minute if you don't know what it is. And I believe in Bloody Mary. Those are the things we always did. And um, the board thing always worked. The Bloody Mary thing never did. So we were always like bummed. Oh man, what a bunch of BS. Until one year, um, and I can't remember how I got a hold of this Ouija board. There goes the police. I don't know how I got a hold of this Ouija board if. I think my family had, I think I got it as a present. Or my family got it as a present. I don't know. But we had it in our house. 
So it came time for my birthday, and I'm like, oh, yeah, man, we're going to do this this time. Uh, we're going to use this Ouija board and, you know, bring in John Lennon or whomever. So us, us gals, not, not everyone can be touching the board, but us gals are, are sitting there. And um, according to the instructions from Parker Brothers, it is supposed to be either a guy and a girl or a man or and a woman. So male, female, yin-yang on e either side. Um, but it was all us chicks. So we're sitting there and we're trying to bring in whomever, John Lennon. And you know, nothing nothing seems to be working. We're like, oh, man. And we tried Elvis. We're like, man, Elvis can't be dead because he's not honing in. And then the little thing started moving. Like, woohoo, are you doing that? And like, no, are you doing that? No. Because we're not going to say we are. And things are shooting around, yes, no, and spilling out stuff. And, and we're like, woohoo, that's funny, ha, ha, ha. You know, because everyone thought somebody else was moving stuff around. And we put it away and we go on with, with our evening. We do light as, a feather, light as a feather, stiff as a board. And what that is, is somebody would lay flat on their back. We would put our index and our... Um, middle finger from each hand underneath the person we surround the person each with and we each put two fingers four fingers all together under under the, her and she had to lay there eyes closed and we would say light as a feather stiff as a board in unison and every time we'd say it we would try we would attempt to lift her higher and higher and we would always lift over our heads and it, it would go great until the person who was laying down would realize that, hey, I'm up here, and they would usually scream, and it would break our concentration, and boom, down they'd go. So we always had pillows at the bottom. So we did that, and she went up, she screamed, down she went. You know, everything was going as planned. Then we went and like, oh, okay, let's go try Bloody Mary again. What the heck? Because she never works. <laughs> what the heck? It's tradition. So we go up to the bathroom. I have, um, my parents had downstairs in the first floor and we're all in this little bathroom little half bath <coughs> excuse me and we're in there in the mirror in front of the mirror there's probably six of us so there's probably there's another like 10 down in the basement but there's six of us crowded in this bathroom and all together we have a flashlight there and we're saying I believe in Bloody Mary we say it I think three or six times I don't remember what it is now but this time I saw something. I saw this creepy ass face standing behind the girls. And I remember I looked at that and I screamed. I never screamed so loud in my life. I was out of that bathroom, down those basement stairs, into my sleeping bag before anybody else knew what was going on. I am like, hell no. <laughs> Not, I, not, it took me years to go back in that bathroom. I'm not kidding. I think the next time I went in the bathroom, I was, I was uh, really drunk as a 17-year-old and didn't know any better. And that's when I went in. Um, but I, I will never forget that I saw that ever. See, that's the thing with Ouija boards and spirit boards, whatever you would like to call them. You ask for somebody. You never know if that person you're asking about is the person who's responding, the spirit that's responding. And then you bring them over to you and you're talking and you're happy and little things moving all over the place and you're asking questions and then you put the game away and you go on with your night but you never sent the spirit back you brought them to you but you never said okay we're done go back 
people who are experienced with talking to the spirit world, bringing spirits over, talking, and then releasing them back, don't need Ouija boards. Those people who use Ouija boards are not familiar with the spirit world and usually bring the low entities, the negativity, the, the, the leechy, goopy, icky ones are the ones that come over and then they attach to them and then they stay. I mean, why would they go back? You called me, you never told me to go home, so here I am. And they stick with you. And the longer they stick with you, the stronger they grow. The stronger they grow, it's more difficult to send them back. So, do everybody a favor and just stay away from the Ouija board. Now, if for some odd reason you did use the Ouija board, you have in the past, you're like, you know, I'm thinking maybe, just maybe, I, I brought something with me. What you want to do, uh, burn the frankincense, burn the sage, um, you know, go all over your house, go all over you, ask Archangel Michael to come in and cut all the cords of negativity that, that are bound to you. Um, crystals help to keep bad energy away. Um, black, I never say it right, Torlemaine, I, I said it wrong, but... Uh, those of you who know me long enough, you know what I'm talking about. Um, what else? Onyx. Onyx is good for getting away, getting rid of that stuff. Um, one book um, by Robert Bruce about psychic defense. That'd be a good book to buy if you think that you've used a Ouija board and you've brought something back and you can't get rid of it. Because um, really, <laughs> once you bring something like this over here and you've conversed with them, you know, with the Ouija board, they don't want to go back. They really don't. So you need to send them back. And it's usually more than just you that needs to send them back. So you need a little extra help. With that, okie doke. Okie doke. So just do everybody a favor. If you want to go see the movie, have a good time. Just do not use your own Ouija board. Now, the um, holistic item of the week, I'm going to talk about this week. It's called, it's a stone called Iolite. I-O-L-I-T-E, Iolite. And as I was packing all my stones and putting them away, which I had to because the monster children with fur that I have here like to bat them around like they're, you know, bouncy balls. So I took a deep breath and um, I have a few containers now, all full of stones, and they're sad that I, that I had to stick them away. But one of the ones I came across was the, the Iolite. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I had forgotten I had this. Um, the colors they come in uh, are blue, mauve, or purple. I believe mine are purple. The, the stone gets its name from the violet, a flower whose name is Ios, I-O-S, in Greek. And another name, uh-uh, I, I had to go to France and I still can't pronounce French words. Corlite gives homage to the French mineralogist Cordier. The stone evokes the Scandinavian or the Vikings. Strips of idolite were used as a navigation tool, which made their far-off explorations possible. The stone changes colors from one side to the other. One side will seem transparent, the other side a color of honey, a third a mauvish blue. The, this particularly is called dickerism, the origin of the word dickerite, which was once applied to the stone. Okay. Therapeutic uses, the stone enhances our spiritual aspirations. It also orients and helps us to recover our balance. Because of this, it's recommended for people suffering from disorientation, lack of motivation, chronic disorganization, and distraction. So 
If you or someone you know suffers from ADD, probably a good stone for them to have. It regulates, or yeah, it regulates digestion and enhances hair and nail growth. It can also be used for sore throats. I'm sure you don't swallow it. Um, what you probably do is you either lay it on the external body in your throat area for a little bit and, and let the energy soak in that way, or you can put in a um, like a, a little, a larger glass, um, spring water, distilled water, then put a smaller glass in the larger glass, and in that smaller glass, put in the adelite stone, put it in the windowsill during a full moon, let it sit there overnight. Um, the energy from the stone transfers to the, into the energy of the water without the stone having to go into the water. And you can drink the water and you can get the energy that way. Um, the Zodiac Correspondence, it helps Pisces be calmed down, and it helps Aries to think more creatively. Yay! It's a pretty stone. So if you don't have one, I highly recommend it. Well, here we are at the end. I want to thank you for joining me here at Ask Alley. If you like this episode, please rate it on iTunes and tell your friends. The more people who listen, the more people who I can help have their aha moments. Don't forget to join me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. My website is AllieThees.com. This podcast is located at AskAllyPodcast.com. And until next time, you guys have a fantastic week and take care. Bye.